Episode 49, Enter Ravenloft, Part 2. Hi, this is Dragnacarta, DM for Curse of Strahd, Twice Bitten. You're listening to the Twice Bitten Podcast, a campaign where five Curse of Strahd DMs head back into the mists for a hauntingly familiar adventure. Starring Jack as Vetrion, Kaya as Lillison, Linus as Amity, Serena as Kiva, and Twy as Deer. You can catch the horror live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rcurseofstrahd, or watch new episodes every Monday on YouTube at youtube.com slash c slash rcurseofstrahd. You can also listen to new episodes of this podcast weekly at anchor.fm slash twice-bitten, or wherever you like to syndicate your podcasts. Now... Let's get right to Ravenloft. And welcome back. And so, we return to the depths of Castle Ravenloft, wherein we find our heroes having delved into the catacombs far below in search of the remains of Petrina Velikovna and the holy symbol of Ravenkind. After uncovering a magic item and exploring further within the catacombs, we turn our gaze to Metreon as he is attacked by one of several many-limbed foes. We don't have to if you don't want to. Oh yeah, no, but I around. insist. Okay. Okay. So, I will need everyone to roll initiative, please. Ah, jeez. Here we go again. Nine. Seventeen. Thirteen. All right. Nineteen. Beautiful. And with that, Metreon, uh, what's your passive perception? My passive is... Uh, one moment. Does it reach seventeen? It does not. Oof. All right, then. You are surprised. <laughs> as three massive wolf spiders leap out from the interior of the crypt, their mandibles clamping down around you, and they all get to attack. Cool. Why? Let's see how they do. First one is at 11 to hit. Does not hit. 21 to hit. That does hit. All right, that'll be two points of piercing damage. And as it does, you you feel a chill sort of venom sinking into your veins, and then you feel a familiar warmth. In the distance, you think you smell the familiar scents of refreshing herbs and delicious gravies, and you feel that chill, venomous poison nullified in an instant uh, as the hero's yeah. feast protects you from its poisonous bite. Uh, the third one will attack as well. That's a 16 to hit. Uh, that hits. Uh, two points of piercing damage. This is cool. This is cool. All right. And with that, uh, Amity, you are first up. Okay. Um, I presume Metreon is... Uh, he actually screamed, right? I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure I screamed very loudly. Very loudly. So, Amity, what would you like to do? What direction did I hear the scream in? I don't even uh, you know can tell where, uh, Bottom right. Bottom Southeast. right? Yep. All right. 
this way, I think Emily says she's gonna try to find what's going on. Oh, there's spiders. Um, Amity is going to go ahead and do a simple vicious mockery on the one right north of uh, Metreon. So it has to make a slight wisdom save. That is a three. Oh, cool. (laughs) In that case, it takes an amazing two psychic damage. Uh, and it will have disadvantage on the next attack it makes. Um, All right. I will note that down, but do remind me if I forget. Anything else? Uh, as a bonus action, that same Spidey has to make a strength save. The same he tries to push it away. That is a natural one plus one. Uh, it which just direction gets are you pushing it in? Away. So just south <laughs> uh, east. All right. You, uh, Metron, you watch as a silvery spirit apparates from the floor and violently shoves the spider aside as it goes rearing its front legs back and stumbles, slamming against the wall. The spirit then vanishes back into the earth. Uh, all right, uh, pl- play is safe, Emily says as she she runs back into the hallway. All right, uh, Kiva, you are somewhat far away. Would you like to attempt to join the crowd? Yes. like just out of my fucking movement like literally five feet (laughs) alas you're gonna actually get there uh she has 40 feet of movement okay gotcha Um, it's 45 feet oh i'm actually right next to a spider anyway so it literally doesn't matter um Let's go uh, reckless two attacks with the sun sword. Hit it. Literally. Uh, All right, Kiva, what you got? That's a 25 to hit. All right, 25 hits. Uh, Six radiant damage. All right, six radiant. Then another 25, so I'm not going to roll that again. Um, mm-hmm. For another 7 radiant damage. All right, 7 damage. The Sunsword blazes forward and slices through the spider's first two legs on the right side, and then two legs on the left, and it goes down hard to its side before you split the Sunsword across its torso, and it shudders Amazing. and goes Amazing. Um, and then... Yeah, I'd just get two attacks. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's just gonna stay close, sweaty for uh, the spiders to come close to her, or hopefully to get Metreon out of there. All right, Aerith, you're up. All right, Aerith, using the scream to triangulate, hums into the blade song for a moment and then blurs across the floor. So five, 10, 15. Ah, you, can you cut corners legally? Or is that a thing? Uh, not if there's a wall in the way. All you right, gotta go around it. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Can I get into range? Barely, okay, 40. Here's gonna look at Kiva. He's going to raise his wand and send off a blast of fire at the one that's in front of Matreon. 
All right, uh, it will have half cover because uh, one of you, the it, does, it is partially behind the wall, so it's plus two to its AC. I can never. 16. 16 will hit, what's the damage? Seven fire damage. Seven fire damage it takes, screeching as there's a large char mark now across the right side of its abdomen. All right, that's his turn. All right, as we'll take her turn. One, two, three, four, five, six. And she will slice and dice the one to her bottom left. Uh, first one is a hit, dealing 13 points of damage and neatly bisecting it. That's the end of her turn. Uh, next up, the spider. It's going to launch itself at Metreon and disadvantage the attack, right, Amity? That is correct. All right. Uh, oof, even with disadvantage, that's a 16 to hit. That do hit. No, it don't. Right, Cutting words. All right. Cutting words. Uh, roll it. Uh, it's now a 14 to hit. It's still 14 hit. Why? Yeah, it meets it, beats it, right? <laughs> yeah, my yeah, AC is 14. Meets it, beats it. We yeah, are that'll be three points of piercing damage. Oh, hurting. Yep, no poison because of the hero's feast. This is suddenly somewhat less urgent. <laughs> All right, that is the end of the spider's turn. Irina will take her turn. Uh, she'll just run up behind Erythrindir. And can she, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yes, she will take a line up a shot with her crossbow. That is a 17 hit, which hits, dealing four points of damage. Metron, as it rears up over you, its mandibles uh, pulling away with the blood and flesh that it tore away. It suddenly squeals, then goes silent and falls back. You see a crossbow protruding right under the, the chin of its mandibles, and its legs shudder and then slowly curl up into the air. Al? Uh, a lot. <laughs> and you the see him like pouting once more. Crying. You all right? Oh, no, bloody all right. I got bit by fucking giant spiders three times. Oh, shit. Do we need to get the poison? No, no. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel, I mean, it fucking stung. And he points to the gaping gashes on his shoulder. Uh, it fucking stings. But uh, I don't know. It smelled like cakes and mashed potatoes and bangers uh, when, uh, when it was biting me. I feel like it was uh, remind, reminded me of the, the food that we ate yesterday or this morning. Of course, that confers poison immunity. I completely forgot. You actually see in the place of one of the bites where the mandibles ripped across the flesh, thin traces of black, uh, putrid, purple-tinged moisture that begin to glow and simmer with a faint golden-brown glow before evaporating, burning away. <sighs> All right. In that case, crisis averted, I think. How many more fucking crises we got to deal with here? At uh, least eight. Metreon puts his hand on his shoulder and there's that familiar flare of like light corona and uh, he's gonna go ahead and give himself some healing. Smart Are there man. spider eggs inside that? Inside me? No, I hope not. No, no, inside the, well, actually I hope there are none inside you, but uh, inside where they jumped out from. Uh, I mean, I see nothing, I just saw spiders. So is, is there anything in there? 
Is there looking inside? DM. It seems to be totally empty. That's a cruel trick. All right. Folks, be on the lookout. Odds are some of these contain more nasties. As Eric's going to go back to tomb scanning. Yep. Allison's going to drift back over to uh, the left side where she was before. Kiva's going to gesture down to Irina and move uh, to, I guess, the one furthest south. All right. Irina will follow. Yep. Oh, like driving. Uh, right, right, don't get your knickers in the twist. I'm right behind you. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, try to perceive if there's any kind of traps or any entities, any okay. noises, anything like that. All right, so I think that counts for everyone uh, as we'll follow Erythrindir. Where did Erythrindir go? Uh, oh, he's, he on, he's on the west side of the map. This is a large map. Please is... excuse me. There's a lot to manage. Right. So we're going to go from left to right. And where's Amity going? Um, Amity is going to go left for now. Uh, sorry, just following people. I can't. I'm trying to find gotcha. them on the map. All right. So she's just kind of rotate around and look with Detect Magic. Uh, she has to restart the ritual casting of Detect Magic. Because, oh, okay. yeah, alas. Um, does she want to do that or does she want to move around? Before you tell me that, how much time is left on Rorari's? Is it about 30 minutes left, or...? Uh, I'll say around 20, 25 minutes left. Okay. Um, in that case, she'll ritual cast that one instead. Amity is the camel spending all the time ritual casting all these spells. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. So, Lillison first. And... All right. Oh, dear. Poor Lillison's on her own. Unless you prefer mm -hmm. to take Casimir with you, uh, if Casimir wants to follow, I mean, uh, but he's having, sisters. yeah, he's I having he's some feelings. Let, let him have emotions. All right. Yeah. Well, he'll have, he'll have a moment, and Lillison isn't too far from Erythrindir, so this should be fine, probably. All right. So Lillison, the first crypt you come across reads across its epitaph: Tasha Petrovna, healer of kings, light unto the west, servant, companion. The one immediately across Aww. from it reads. Sir Leonid Krushkin, Sir Lee the Crusher. Bigger than life, he loved his jewelry. Lillison's going to uh, give a speculative look to the Tasha one, then shrug and move past. Okay. Erthrandir, the first one that you and Esmeralda find, reads, Kazan, his word was power. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Amity. Come come here a second. Amity walks over while ritual casting. The most she can do is, like, nod. Uh, well, she can, yeah. The, yeah, Aerith, yeah. you remember that mage you talked to? Right over here? He's um, on the west side. Yeah, come over. Uh, Amity nods. <laughs> I think this is crypt. Amity's eyes are wide as she reads the nameplate, nodding. Okay. On one hand, probably shouldn't piss off an archlich. On the other, your detect magic's not back up, right? Shaking your head. All right. In that case, just, uh, if I get fireballed, pray for me. As he starts to leave or open the door with a crowbar. 
All right, as will help is Mark as well. Yep. While that's happening, moving across the map, let's see. All right, Metreon, the one that you see. Let's see which crypt that one is. The order of this crypt has no name or epitaph upon it. It is blank. Or maybe this is like TBD, right? You know, to be determined. Davian shrugs. Could be. I don't know. Oh, maybe just crack it open. Hopefully there's, you know, best we can hope for is nothing, right? At this point, lad, unless there is a good reason to open one of these things, I feel like I'd personally rather not. Well, I mean, listen, you know, it's, what are we going to do here? You know, we're just finding, finding things. I mean, yeah, we got to, we're, we're looking for, uh, what was it, a guild member, right? But what if, what if we had got no epitome, epitaph, whatever it's called? Oh, why don't we, uh, I reckon that if nothing else, we can look at the names and if we don't find anything, then we can keep digging through it. Fine. But if you want to go ahead, then go ahead. No, 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 listen. And I'm going to be standing 10 be, feet back. Listen, I, you know, it's fine. You know, I, I appreciate you looking out for me. I know I've been the one who's been getting the brunt of things since we got here. So, you know what? I appreciate you looking out for me. And uh, he's going to start to walk towards the east. All right. As he does, Kiva, the the two that you find, actually, you find three at this intersection here. So Oof, we're going to kind okay. of glancing around looking at the names. Uh, the one that you were immediately next to right now is named... Prefect Cyril Romulich, beloved of King Barov and Queen Revenovia, High Priest of the Most Holy Order. The one that Irina is close to on the upper side reads, Stefan Gregorovich, First Counselor to King Barov von Zarevich. The one to the south reads, Ivan Ivliskovich, Champion of Winter Dog Racing. The race may go to the swift, but vengeance is for the loser's relatives. Do any of these sound like guild members to you? She shrugs and shakes her head. I don't think so, unless there's some sort of guild of dog racing, but it doesn't sound too likely. Uh, well, I mean, not to disturb holy ground or anything, but do you think the priest might have something worthwhile? Could be. Do you, if you want to take a look, I'm not opposed. I think we might as well go for it. So she's going to, uh, the one that she's next to, she's going to open. Are you two right. saying this out loud or in uh, group chat? Group chat. Ah, um, if you're interested in, in things of that sort, I also just walked past one that indicated this might have been a holy person. I think it's probably worth checking those just in case there's something, uh, I don't know, help, that'll help us at least. I was going to come back to this one afterwards, but, um, it's, uh, up here on the, are, is this like north, south, east, west, like the northwest? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just say for the sake of it, north, south, east, west are normal. Uh, okay, okay. I don't know if it matches up with the actual global conditions, but don't worry about it. It's up here to the northwest. All right, that's good to know. Uh, I'm going to try this one though now while we're here. All right. Uh, so with that... Irina and Kiva will work together to attempt to open the stone slab, and as they do, Erthrandir, working with his crowbar, Esmeralda, Amity, and Ismark, haul open the slab, stealing the crypt marked Kazan. And peer inside. You see, within, a skeleton draped in rags lies atop a marble slab at the center of the crypt. 
The skull has black opals set in its eye sockets and shards of amber where its teeth should be. <sighs> no sign of anything else. Make a perception check. Sure thing. Ten. Seems empty. This one's a bust, unless any of you want to pry opals out of someone's eye sockets. Maybe later, if all goes well. All right. Well, in that case, it's this one, as he raps on the door and replaces it. All right, and as you do, Kiva and Irina work together, push the door with a grinding echo through the lower corridor, opening the way to Prefect Cyril Romulich's crypt. You see, a marble slab in the center of the crypt displays a skeleton draped in red vestments, a golden holy symbol clutched in one bony hand. The domed ceiling 15 feet above is painted to look like a canopy of trees with bright autumn leaves, a narrow stone ledge encircling the crypt 10 feet above the floor. Perched on it are dozens of stone ravens, their eyes fixed on the marble slab. Okay. Um, that feels ominous. Can she look at closer at the holy symbol? It seems to be carved rod of gold in a symbol of a, of a sunburst, the iconography of the Morning Lord, and festooned with tiny gemstones. It looks quite finely made. Is Irina watching? Uh, she seems to be. She just helped you push the door okay. aside. As respectfully as possible, Kiva is going to liberate the holy symbol from uh, Cyril, dear, just in case. Irina will kind of look at you. Do you think that's what we're looking for? I don't think he was a guild member. Look, uh, it's a holy symbol, and... If he was buried with it, it must be some sort of protection or, I don't know, at least worthwhile to have. I think it can't hurt, and if it proves useless, I'll put it back. Fair enough. Shall we keep moving then? I think so. Uh, she'll cr leave this door like cracked, not all the way closed, just in case she has to slip back and, and put it mm -hmm. right. Gotcha. As you do, Metreon, you and Davian come to the next crypt, and this one is similarly nameless, but it reads, we knew him only by his wealth. I got Dev, maybe we, we just, you know, crack this one open just a bit, you know, just see what, you know, who and what kind of wealth we're talking about here. Davian sighs, rolling his eyes and says, but I, if I give you this one, will you stop badgering me about it the next time we find one? I can't guarantee it. Well, listen, if I've, uh, I've only got one out of you and we're just looking for it, you know, you're right. Let me just uh, get it on the way back and uh, Metro will keep going. He'll uh, move gotcha. to this one to the east. All right. Uh, the door to this one seems to be on the south side. The epitaph reads, Gralmore Nimble Knobs, Wizard Ordinaire. Uh... Telepathically, uh, he'll call out to Randy. Oi, there's a wizard thing here. Uh, I'm not checking it, but maybe you might want to. 
Oh, yeah, please. The Archmage was a bust. I mean, in fairness, I don't want to mess with him anyway. I saw him. I did not like the look of the guy. Is that the one with the opals in the eye? That's the one. Oh, well, good on me then. Maybe save it for afterward. All right, yeah, I'll keep looking. Wait, so where's Metreon right now? So Metreon is all the way on the east side of the crypts. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lilliston on the west side comes to an intersection with two crypts facing one another. The southern one, sorry, the northern one reads St. Markovia, dead for all time. The southern one reads Artank Swilovich, friend and member of the Barovian Wine Distillers Guild. I think I found it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What? You found it, 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 like it. The guild of the tomb member, the the wine distillers guild. Oh Pause. my god! Please. Yeah, we're just gonna run. Yeah. He was just yeah. gonna run over. Zoom. You notice halfway along the way that Casimir's decided to rejoin you. Understandable. Excellent. There's just like a swarm of tokens running across the map, and I am loving it. Is Metron coming too? Actually, as everyone's starting to kind of swarm swarm there, he notices some kind of flickering light coming from uh, what looks to be like a gate or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you notice two things as you're, well, actually one main thing as you're making this way. You can see up ahead what seems to be an archway with a closed portcullis leading to stairs that seem to descend into darkness on the opposite side. You're going to check it out? Yeah. All right. Davian will grumble and follow you. Uh, entirely unaware of the telepathic bond as he is not a member of the group chat. And as you do, Metreon, you take a step forward toward the portcullis and a beat passes and then a flash of light explodes around you, and you're then plunged into absolute darkness, suddenly lying in a confined space, choked with dust. Uh. <laughs> oh boy! A heartbeat later, the rest of you on the on the, on the far side of the crypts hear a shout from Davian. Uh, I think oh. both of these need to take priority, so we need to decide who's staying and who's going. Aerith's already gone. After the shout. Okay. So. Let's have some initiative rolls uh, before you all start moving. Too late, but I will I will move back. <laughs> all right. Let me add everyone to the lineup. <laughs> 25. And Metron will just keep track of you separately. All right. Actually, you know what? I think I think I know what to do. Don't worry about it. Uh, I will. I, I have my ways of working with things. Woof! That's a nine. Three. All right. Metro, you should be able to roll initiative normally. Fabulous. That is a eighteen. Okay. With that, I will say, Erthrandir, you're first up. He's going to run towards the sound of Davian's voice, dashing. 
Where does he hear it from? Uh, coming from the eastern side of the catacombs. North or south? Straight east. Straight east. All right. That's his turn. All right. Very good. As we'll go next. Running as fast as she can to try to keep up is Mark to follow, doing the same. Uh, Amity, you're up next. Amity uses her action to continue ritual casting, but will run in that direction. Okay, very good. Uh, Metreon, you yes. awaken in that confined space, absolutely choked with dust. Um, there is very little room to move. You are lying prone on your back. All around <laughs> you is just stone and dust choking you. But I can see the flickering torch lights. You cannot see anything at this point. Okay, so it's You're just in darkness. Dark. You right. seem to be in a transported to a different place entirely. All right, so does it feel like I'm super confined? Yes. All right, so I'm going to use my action to try and get out of whatever I'm inside. Okay, make a strength check. Oh, good. And do I, like as I'm like feeling around, what are the, what's the like tactile sensations that I'm getting? What am I? Uh, it's like stone all around you, around the a, a little bit uh, longer and a little bit wider than your body. Feels very much like you're in a coffin. Oh, okay. That that that's totally fine. Yeah. That would be a crypt. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's an eleven. You reach up toward you, feel a lid briefly lift for a moment, your muscles straining, and then they give out and the lid falls back down on top of you, sealing you once more inside and causing you to cough as the dust uh, whirls up around again. There is a stench of death and decay that is infiltrating every one of your senses the longer you're lying in here. Yeah, I'd say that Davian, since he's presumably the closest, uh, but anyone You don't else, know where Davian is. Uh, that's you it, don't know where anyone said, is. I said presumably. Yes. Um, anyone who might be close would hear him immediately uh, going into full uh, catastrophe mode, uh, screaming, uh, coughing, uh, welling up, pounding as fiercely as he can to get out of this crypt. All right, uh, Kiva and Irina hear the faint muffled sound of screaming from the crypt immediately to the west of them. Oh, shit. Uh, where did, what, is that the one that's right in front of her? Yep, the one immediately to your left. All right, uh, she's going to- so, Let me just check whose turn it is. I think it's Casimir's oh, turn. Sorry. All good. We'll get there. Um, Casimir will look to you, Kiva. Right, should I join the others? Do you want me here? What are, what are we doing? I hear screaming inside here. Right, I'll, I'll grab this side. You, you, I'll help you move it. And he will take the help action. Good. All right, David is on his turn and he'll shout, for fuck's sake, one of you give me a hand. And he's going to actually begin bolting away as you hear the sound of some kind of still slicing through the air. Let's see what's gonna happen. That's going to be okay. Davian takes no damage. And panting emerges, weaving his way through the corridors, doubles over, wheezing his hands on his knees as he sees Arthur there's something behind me, some sort of undead fucker. Do you mind killing it? And also, before you ask, I have no idea where the, f the fucking thief went, so don't ask. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. 
Right. Good to know. Thanks. And that's the end of his turn. Uh, and as he does, you hear the sound of boots clanking as they slowly make their way through the corridors toward you. All right. Uh, Kiva, you're up. Uh, she is going to, with Casimir's help action, move the door directly in front of All right. Give me a strength check with advantage. Oh my god, could this be literally any slower? Ah, uh, natural 20! Hey! The adrenaline fueling and jolting your muscles, working together, you surge and pull it away. Uh, unlocking what lies beyond, which is a 10-foot square shaft that plunges into darkness. The sound of slowly dripping water and muffled screaming, now somewhat louder, echoes up the shaft. Does it sound like Metreon? Yeah, it sounds like Metreon. Okay, all right. Um, she will, is there enough of a ledge that she can like stand and yell down or if she takes a step forward, she's falling? No, if you take a step forward, you're falling. You're gonna need some way of climbing down here. There are, looking down, you can see that it descends around 40 feet. There are stones protruding from the shaft at regular intervals that could be used to feasibly climb down, but they look pretty slippery. Uh, we only have one climber's kit, yes? Uh, we have we we have two. Okay, but we have uh, like three hundred feet of knotted rope with us still. Yep. Okay. Earth um, gave you rope. Yes. Um, Kiva's going to. Is this? Would it be an action to try to climb down after opening the door? Uh, I would say that you can use uh, an environmental interaction to. Because um, mm. my other option is she's just going to try to jump down and take the, take the risk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say that um, to take a rope out of your hands and then pass it to someone else or something like that, that, that would be an action. Okay, she is going so. to put down her backpack <laughs> mm -hmm. and then can she jump down the shaft? Yeah, she can jump Great. down the shaft. Great, that's what we're doing. All right, Kiva leaps forward into the darkness, Irina giving a shout of surprise. And with that, Kiva, you plummet the 50 feet to the space far below, landing in an entirely new chamber. Here, you can see that at the bottom of the shaft is a dank vault with a 10-foot high ceiling. The room is awkwardly shaped and smells of rotten meat. Fifteen stone coffins are scattered throughout the vault, all oriented with their heads pointed north. The floor is covered with human bones and rusty swords. You can hear sh shouting and pounding coming from one of the coffins at the very far end of the cavern. I'm assuming the 50 feet of falling takes her movement. <laughs> you land prone, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, I guess next turn she'll get up and start heading over, but um, she will free action yell to Metreon that she's there and she's coming to get him. Can I hear her over my own screaming? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you can hear someone shouting. Okay, well, that, uh, that will just make if me you want, scream. People can also send it telepathically. Oh, yeah, I will telepathically do it then. Duh. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, beautiful. In that case, it is Irina's turn. Um, back on the crypts. Irina will look toward the backpack and then immediately begin pulling rope out of it and uh, preparing herself to lower it down into the vault below, uh, hand handing part off to Casimir as they lower it into the vault. Uh, Lillison, you're up. 
Lilison is hearing all of this commotion around her. And uh, she decides what she is going to do instead is to try to open this door. The north one or the south one? The south one. All right. The guild. In that case, give me a strength check. Oh, gosh. 13. Unfortunately, just not quite enough. You struggle your muscles groaning and it's a heavy slap. You try okay. again, though. Next turn. Uh, yeah, uh, with the rest of her turn, she's going to just move around a little bit so she can peek down uh, the corridor and see if anything is going on over here. All right, very good. With that, Erthrandir, you are up. You can hear uh, bootsteps coming from very faintly the uh, to the east and a little bit to the north. He's going to rush forward and engage. All right, see? you see before you a pale, ghastly figure, long strands of wispy... Uh, rotted white hair, pale flesh, hateful eyes burning from the center of its sunken face, a rusted longsword held in its pale clawed fingers. Get out! As Aerith lashes out with a green front blade. Alright, go for it. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Okay, for 5 slashing and, for, sorry, for 9 slashing and 7 fire damage. Okay, uh, and the slashing is non-magical, right? Correct. All right, so you said... Nine slashing, right seven fire. All right, so a total of 11. Yep. Er it seems resistant to the uh, sword's damage, but the fire is burning it nice and good. Over here, it's doesn't seem too tough. At that, you hear a rumbling grunt from the undead before you as it murmurs... You may stand against me, but my brothers and other siblings will come against you. And when the lord of the castle finds you, there will be no escape. We'll see about that. That's his turn. All right, very good. As is up, she's going to make her way across the map. And unfortunately can't do much, so she's going to firebolt over Erythrindir's head. Hitting to deal 14 points of damage. Hey. Very nice. That's the end of her turn. His mark is up. He's going to get a move on. And he's going to fire off with his heavy crossbolt. Or crossbow. Uh, unfortunately missing. As it thunks and just clatters to the ground as this thing ducks and weaves uh, dodging aside. Amity, you're up. Even if you're continue chanting. Even if Strahd himself shows up, Amity will continue <laughs> ritual casting. Okay. All right. I love it. Uh, Metreon, uh, you know Kiva's coming. Uh, there is a stone lid on top of your coffin sealing you in. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm still, uh, despite hearing her, uh, he does not have that kind of reassurance right now, so he's going to keep trying to get out. All right. Give me a strength check. Oh, that's it, it's a... Big ol' four. Unfortunately, you keep pounding across, but you can feel your strength going, growing weaker and weaker as the panic overtakes your mind, the claustrophobia pressing in from all sides. Yeah, I'd say that um, tele both telepathically and out loud that Kiva especially would hear him becoming even more hysterical, choking on the, the crypt dust that's filling his mouth and his throat and 
hearing his boots and his hands slap against the inside. Kiva's just like groaning in pain and misery, but is like trying to calm himself. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Metron's doing the equivalent of just keyboard smashing in group chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Long F. Love it. All right, Casimir is up and he will continue assisting uh, Irina in lowering the rope down, which they will do together. Uh, Davian is up. He will take a few steps back behind Ismark, line up a shot with a crossbow and grunt, right, you ugly fucker. And he will try to plant a hand crossbow bolt between his eyes. 23 to hit, dealing eight damage, half to four. Slices, a, it actually does embed itself right at its forehead, but the thing just glares balefully at, at him and keeps motoring on, unperturbed. Davian's already cursing and trying to reload frantically. With that, the undead will take its turn. Uh, looking toward Erythrondir and then raising a hand and sending it gripping directly toward your throat. By all pins. Um, I need... Let's see. That is an 11 to hit. Nope. All right. As it reaches toward you, you see its hand actually glinting with a faint shroud of darkness and shadow. Dodging nimbly, you swat it aside, sweeping it under its guard and gaining an opportunity to strike. But as you do, Kiva, you are at the bottom of a dark shaft. You've just been able to stand up from prone, and you hear Metreon screaming, both in your head and out of your head, from a nearby coffin. What would you like to do? She is going to uh, run over to the coffin and, uh, with all of her strength, uh, push it off or attempts to push it off. All right. As you do, the bones crunch beneath your weight. You see femurs, skulls, finger bones, all of them crunching and splintering and cracking as they depress under the sunken cavern floor beneath you. The water stirring and splashing ever with murky darkness. Give me a strength check as you try to lift the stone coffin's lid atop from it. 18. You haul it off. Uh, important question for Metreon. How many seconds after Kiva lifts the lid do you continue screaming before it finally stops? Oh, I just start, I'd like leap out flailing my arms, just immediately wrap around her and I just bury my face into her chest and just try to like, I'm almost like hyperventilating into her, her cleavage. <laughs> Kiva just like holds him very tightly um, and is just saying, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And she's gonna try with whatever movement, she, cause I can't see that specific uh, area. Mm -hmm. um, whatever movement she has left, get him back to the the opening of the shaft um, mm -hmm. so she can get him back up. Yeah, I would say you can start moving toward it. You'll be able to climb the rope on your next turn. You can see a rope hanging down right. from the shaft above. Um, and regardless, she'll let Metreon go up first. So even if her turn comes before, like she's just gonna let him go. Mm -hmm. You hear Irina call down. Is everything all right down there? I've got him. I've got him. All right, great. We'll pull you up. Uh, and that's the end of your turn. Irina will ready in action to help pull anyone up. Uh, Lillison, would you like to try again? Lillison would like to try again. Go for it. Let's have that strength check. That's a Heaving five. Heaving up the numbers. Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. You, you can't skip leg day, Lillison. You just can't skip leg no, day. No, evidently not. All right. And so Enzola's concerned, we're back on top with Erythrindir. It's time to stab again. It is not diverse, but it does the job. 23 hey, to hit. first you don't succeed, stab, stab again. All right, exact same. Nine slashing, seven fire. All right, total of 11 again. 
the green flames licking up and down the side of it, burning away parts of its undead flesh. It's looking pretty weak. All right, that's his turn. All right, as we'll step forward and with a flourish, twist the rapier up underneath its neck and slash across the wrinkled, sunken flesh there. Hitting, dealing nine damage and causing a flood of black ichor to spill out as it crumples to the ground. Good shot. Unmoving. And once more, the catacombs fall quiet. Metrion, are you all right? Uh, well, before I get up up top, uh, I just uh, I kind of dust myself off and uh, back away from Kiva. Just kind of with my head down a little sheepishly. I, I just uh, just let everyone know I kept my cool, right? Metrion, it's fine. That is, uh, this is probably the most terrific place uh, I've ever seen, and uh, honestly, I, you at least were like smart enough to just keep screaming until I find you. I just threw myself down this hole. So maybe, you know, we'll both just tell everyone that it worked out perfectly and there was no problems. Uh, yeah, cheers, thanks a lot. And uh, he, slaps <laughs> you, he slaps you on the shoulder and you get six points of healing back. Ah, oh, God, she loves that tiefling. <laughs> and one by one, Metreon first, Fafkiva following soon after. Irina and Casimir haul you both back up to the main level. Uh, sorry, what was that, Randy? I, I couldn't hear over um, uh, the cryptos lodged in my ear. You see him kind of wipe, wiping his ear out with his thumb. <laughs> he, with he, his pinky. he smiles. I was just asking if you were okay. That's what happened. Uh, I don't know. I was... I saw, there was something on the other side. It was like um, It's like a... Like, like kind of like a gate or whatever the thing outside was. Uh, what did you call it? Portillo's? Portillo's? Portillo's, yeah. Uh, and like, what, did you like touch the gate? Did no, you... no, no, no. I was just walking to it because I saw light coming through it and I, I figured, hey, you know, maybe that's another <laughs> chamber, no hallway to go to. But, um... So this, ca- this happened when you down. stepped forward then? Yeah, I mean, I just stepped forward and then I just... Can you show me the me. spot? Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Just, you know, from a distance. I want to try something. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll start to walk over to towards the east, back to where I was. Yeah. Kiva's going to split off and go back towards Lillison and try to help her with the door. Yeah, you see Lillison just All sort right. of, like, straining against it very feebly. Uh, Metron, as you're walking away, David's going to put a hand on your shoulder and say, Look, lad. Whatever that thing was, I don't want to try it again. How about we wait for Amity, you know, the actual freaking seer, so she can take a look. Yeah, at it. Uh, listen, I'm staying back. You know, that's this, this better sense. Here. Yeah, let's let her. In the meantime, what was that wizard ordinary you told me about? Uh, oh yeah, it's right over there. And I point to the crypt that the we found the wizard stuff at. All right, let's... it's the one directly north of Erethrinder's current location. Well, let's look at that while Amity finishes her spell. Yeah, by all means, right. you have, have a blast. Yeah. Uh, Lil said, would you like to make another strength check? I would like to help Kiva make a strength check. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that works. Kiva, make a strength check with advantage. And I'll move Irina over to your current location, and Casimir will follow too. And uh, Erethrindu, if you'd like to make one with, one with advantage as well. Uh, 19. I would. 
19. All right. 16. Both of you open them successfully. Starting with Erythrindir. Beyond the crypt door of Gralmore Nimble Knobs, Wizard Ordinaire, you see, lying on a marble slab in the center of this crypt, is the corpse of a man with a long white beard. His skin clings tightly to his skull and bones, and he wears dusty red robes. Clutched to his chest is a wooden staff that has a brass knob on one end and a marble knob on the other. He's going to take a tentative step forward. Interesting. Does the staff look magic? Uh, looking over it? It could be. It seems relatively fancy, but you don't know. Aerith yeah. will put on his gloves and then tentatively pick it up. Nothing seems to immediately occur. This is weird. He kind of looks at the knobs on either end. Is there anything unique about him, or are they just kind of rocks? One of them is seems to be made of marble. The other one seems to be made of brass. Is this thing balanced? Okay, here's a question. Is this thing balanced to where you could actually hold it, like as a wizard staff, or does it seem clear? Oh yeah, it's, it's a quarter purpose? staff. Inter even with the knobs on the ends? Yeah, it's, it seems like you could use it as a reasonable quarter staff. Is Metreon, look at this. This is bizarre. Yeah, well, yeah, it looks, uh, what is it? I don't know. Aerith's going to check the tomb one more time in case there's something he missed and then walk back out. All right, give me a perception check. And while that's happening, Lawson and Kiva, you open the crypt that you had discovered. You are greeted immediately by the faint smell of wine. A skeleton draped in rags lies atop a marble slab in the center of the crypt. Heaped around it, covering the entire floor, are thousands of empty wine bottles. So Kiva is going to again use her uh, magic awareness in here. And Lillison is just going to uh, cast Mage Hand and start remotely digging through the bottles. Okay. Digging through the bottles, the two of you kind of shuffling through, it takes a few moments, but after pushing a few aside, uh, you see Champagne, Dula Stomp, Red Dragon Crush, Purple Great Mesh number three, um, all of them labeled according to the Wizard of Wines winery. But underneath one of them, you see um, a faint shimmer of silvery, red-tinged light. Does it, what sort of magic, or is it magic that she senses or no? Um, as soon as it does, you immediately sense magic flaring toward you like a blast of radiant sun. Okay, so it feels like the sun sword? Uh, subtly different. It's not, it doesn't okay. feel the same to the sun sword, but you don't see anything visible, but you detect a strong sense of radiant magic, something sacred coming from that point in the floor. Okay, That's as she gets closer light. before she picks it up, she is going to use her divine sense as well. Oh no, that doesn't do objects, never mind. Um, 
cool. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, as long as it, you know, she's gonna trust that radiance and just pick it up and look at it. All right. You move toward it, picking it up and see a symbol resembling a sunburst carved of pure platinum. At the top, you see a faint golden chain, and across the surface of the sunburst, you see intricate spiraling carved symbols and iconography in an elegant curve. In the very center of it, at the heart of the sun, a glittering, brilliant red scarlet ruby that burns very faintly with the fierceness of the sun. Lily, I, I think this is it. Lillison draws back a little bit, her eyes wide, just staring at it. Oh, is it speaking to you? Uh, Kiva will sort of do the same thing that she does with the sun sword and just try to see if, if it connects at all, or if she feels any sort of even spark of anything. I mean, there's not really a spark that you feel. It seems quite interesting, but as you bring it up to the light, Irina immediately gasps. What? I, I've seen that design before. Once, in a book, and Father Donovich described it to me once. That's, it's the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Um, uh, do, do, do you know what it, what it is or what it does? I, or, I, I don't know. I mean, there are myths and legends about it. Um, I think Davian mentioned some of them. But if it's of raven kind, then... And uh, she sort of pitches her voice up. Davian, are you around somewhere? It echoes very distantly. Uh, to group chat. Oh, group chat. <laughs> uh, no, group chat. Like, be before I was, um, I was okay. pitching my voice up because he was out. But now to group chat, I say, is, is Davian around any of you? Uh, Esmeralda responds, uh, yes, he's right over here. Should we send him your way? Uh, please. We seem to have found something called the holy symbol of Ravenkind. Can you ask if he knows anything about that? Ismark does Dave not hear this because he's not in the group chat. Uh, Esmeralda says, uh, we're Metreon and Ezra, you can hear. Uh, is there something called the holy symbol of Ravenkind? Is, I think that might be what we're looking for. Davian says Ismark's eyes light up. And Davian says, right. You two mind taking me over there? I want to take a look at this myself, see if it's the real thing. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing here. No. And as he does that, as you start as they start making their way over and cross the center central corridor, uh, Amity, your ritual cast finishes. Uh, finally. Uh yeah, Amity makes her way. Uh I guess she was already probably following people around. She just wasn't moving my token. Um Alright. I'm caught up. Um I figure once we're almost done opening the crypts, or maybe once there's only like five or ten minutes left of doing that, then I can ritual detect magic, just like jog around and see if there's anything in any of the crypts we left open. Yeah, good plan. I mean, it uh, sounds like we've got the big thing though, right? I mean, the only thing that we really wanted to check out was over the idea, and he uh, Metrion points east with this dumb. Yeah, but given us doing this once, he yielded us a magic sword, I think we can use any edge we can get. I'm hoping for, like, five magic swords. Or, like, a book on how to kill vampires. 
preferably with lots of garlic. I miss garlic. You got a lot of garlic on you? Okay, garlic. I wish I did. I love that shit. Also, pa, <laughs> see, comes jogging up. I heard a holy symbol. Wilson steps back and lets uh, Kiva uh, come forth with it. Kiva, who has it sort of like the chain like wrapped around her hand so she doesn't like drop it or anything, <laughs> uh, just sort of holds it out to everyone, uh, especially Davian in particular. And it's just like, what do you think? Is this the real deal? He licks his lips, looking toward it with wide eyes and quietly nods from the ruby in the middle, the gold chain, the, the platinum sun. Near as I can tell, this is, well, it's a legend, but near as it matches the legend. This seems to be the same holy symbol that Lugdanda used to root out the vampires of Barovia. I think we so found it. Do you, do you know what it, what it does, or? I haven't the faintest fucking clue. All right, uh, well, um, While that's happening, what's Lilison doing? Uh, Lilson was just stepping away. Gotcha. You're stepping toward the northern crypt to check it out? Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, as you do, immediately you feel the ground below you shift and depress as oh, if you no. just stepped on some sort of pressure plate. And as they do, as it does, you hear the faint whistling of small, sharp objects whizzing through the air. Let me just check something oh. real quick. Oh, God. Okay. Um, let me just roll something real quick. All right. So, um, all right. So, I will need actually nothing. So, four small, sharp objects whiz out through the air. Uh, one hit toward Lillison, two toward Kiva, and one toward Irina. And let's see what happens. Yeeks! So this is a natural 20 against Kiva, a 23 against Kiva, an 11 against Lillison, and an 18 against Irina. Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah. Yeesh. Okay, so against Kiva, and I presume this hits Lillison as well? Uh, or 11, no, 11, no. no. Yes. So Kiva takes four points of piercing damage. Okay. Irina takes one point of piercing damage. And as Lillison ducks what she sees now half embedded in the wall behind her to be a small black dart, uh, Kiva and Irina feel this kind of cold, icy feeling sinking through their veins that then is met by a feeling of warmth that burns away the chill. Jesus I feel like there's probably some poison Christ. there. She's like slowly trying to like pull it out of her body. <laughs> Lillison like freezes and she looks like she wants to like jump back, but then looks down at presumably the pressure plate she's on. And she's like, I I don't I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I should step away or if that's going to do it again. everyone just duck and then you step off right she 
she very slowly crouches down and waits for everybody to do the same. Irina's gonna step out of sight. I am very grateful that thing made us immune to poison. Yeah, that's what, tw two times so far that poison has come into play? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of damage. Can, yeah. All right, uh, Lillison, are you gonna step off? Yeah, Lillison's going to very gingerly step off and just like scurry around the corner. All right. You I scurry was... back, the floor rises back up, clicks into place. There's a slight puff of dust and nothing. I was not expecting that from the crypt of St. Markovia, of all people. Hmm. I wonder. Y'all remember the story, right? That she came up here to challenge Strahd? Yeah. I wonder if... I, I doubt her worshippers were able to put that in place, so maybe that's something to keep us out. I mean, like, she might have something in there that might benefit us and anyone else who tries to kill him. Only reason I can think to booby trap the lair of a saint. Casimir shrugs. After that, or we didn't want anyone bringing it back. Right. Dead for all time, the epitaph says. I imagine Shoot. this was the kind of person he wanted to meet twice. Oh, damn. Yeah, we don't have the magic for that. What if we did, though? Well. Casimir blinks and holds up his hands, taking a step back. Whoa, uh, whoa, wow. No, 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 I'm not saying anything. I'm just theorizing. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're getting Spe your sister back. Speaking of, uh, she's uh, down a few crypts that way. Kiva gests, uh, gestures with her soul shoulder and head uh, if we want to head there next. Right. Okay, so we, we've got the holy symbol, right? We've got some magic. What's the plan now? As long as we get a chance to um, open my sister's crypt and do what I came here to do, if there's anything else you want to do before leaving these catacombs, checking out any more crypts, I wouldn't mind. I'm, I'm content to just remain till we're ready for my part of all this. Am, do you want to do that circuit? See if anything shows up? All right. Um, so it'll take 10 minutes. I mean, or if we don't have that time, I could just burn a spell slot. But... I mean, you just finished casting it, didn't you? Uh, no, I finished replenishing the telepathic voice I'm talking to you with. Oh, thank you, darling. Yeah, up to you. I think we can... Actually, that, this holy symbol, are we going to need to attune to it before we can use it? Uh, Kiva has no idea. <laughs> Do you like shrugs. any magic in it right now? I mean, I feel the, like, the sun radiance. Okay. But, like, no, nothing like the sun sword. Really. No, no. It feels like the sun sword did that sort of, like, vague, like, radiance, but not the way it feels now. Probably attunement, then. So we need to sit down and... All right, let's do that, then. Let, let's stay together. Let Amity take ten minutes. See if there's any more magic down here. See if any of it's useful. And when it's not, we find somewhere safe to take an hour and get this thing working. Does that where, sound good to everybody? Where can we find somewhere safe? 
Is this the safest place we can be? <laughs> uh, no. There, um, down, down the hall, there was uh, a tomb. Sorry, love, it's, I know it's a little grotesque, but there was a tomb for Irina that seemed pretty clean. Uh, and there was no magic or anything in there. It might be a good place to hunker down. That'd be perfect. We also apparently killed all those spiders and there was no eggs, so... I will say to keep in mind that these crypts are around 10 feet across and they do have large marble slabs in the middle. It's going to be pretty cramped in there for five, let alone 10 people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The yeah. crypt as well. Earth, Earth smiles. Well, fortunately, I can fix that. Or we can just split into two crypts. That works for me. Depends. Do you want me to burn the spell slot on rope trick or are we okay being a little bit separated? How's a rope trick? It's a extra dimensional space that we can hang out while we're resting. I feel like you should probably preserve eye magic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's split off into the tombs we know are empty then, which are the mold, the spiders, and Irena's. Or wait, I mean, Amity, you said the one that had my name on it was empty, right? While they, while they were discussing, Amity had already started ritual casting. Um, at this question... Amity sort of looks left and right, and <laughs> uh, she's too busy ritual casting to answer your question. Okay, well, she did. I remember her saying that that one was empty. So why don't I go? Amity does out pipe tomb. up and say, "If you wanted, there was also the uh, the the builders one, right, Artemis?" Yeah, oh, but God. I kind of want to see my grave. Like, I wonder <laughs> wonder what he set out for me. Ooh, do I get cool right. a burial shroud or something <laughs> as he kind of starts chattering happily as he walks over to his tomb? God. <laughs> <laughs> the gang will follow. Not all oh. the gang. We'll listen to Not the, all the gang. Off. I think the gang is splitting off we'll the various tomb. Oh dear. All right, so the bulk of the gang will follow, but Casimir will kind of linger for a moment and see Lillison wandering off and turn back to say quietly are you sure you want to go off on your own I reckon that um, might not be a bad idea to keep close to the others after what we've been seeing going on mm. she uh, kind of leans against the wall and just like squints down the row to see how many more names she can see uh, in this current row there's four that you can see plus another portcullis to the right okay any uh, any names that I can see from here I see there are at least two door shaped yeah, I mean, you cannot see, you can't make out the epitaphs from here. Okay. Uh, she's going to squint for a while and then reluctantly follow Casimir. All right. The group will keep on trucking over. Erythrodir, you reach your tomb. Would you like any assistance in opening the door as Kiva moves uh, to open Irina's? Nah, he'll just open up. Oh, he'll just use the crowbar. He's curious. It's this one, right? The one I'm standing by? Uh, the one on the opposite side. All right. Cool. Ooh, I'm excited to see. What do you think I was worthy of? Irina's is directly across from Petrina's, right? Correct. That's the one you're outside okay. of right now. Great. Yep. Ah, uh, that's a ten. I'm gonna need. All right, I might need a hand with this one. <laughs> All right. Two people working together. You open it. There is once more the release of the stench of terrible death and decay, and within, Erythrodir, you see your own pale corpse lying upon the marble slab within. Oh. 
at least she had the good sense to entomb you in your beautiful new blue dress. Earth holds his nose and steps inside, looking torn between being horrified and fascinated. As he kind of gingerly touches his skull. It's non illusion. You do. Yeah. You feel physicality as you feel the cold touch of the pale dead flesh under your under your skin and then like a shadow it melts away beneath your touch on the outside metron and amity you can see that the inscription upon the stone slab fades leaving no epitaph behind see so i called it just creepy illusions yeah but for a moment i could cut my dead face in my hand well, I guess this is my tomb now. <laughs> oh god, I look terrible in death. Holy shit. Like, I, were those worms? Jesus. Well, uh, who wants inside the tomb that is no longer my tomb? Plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. Um, hey, Amity. Kaz, Don't. would you like to wait with me here? Sure, I, I don't think I'd mind that. We'll cluster up in this one. That way he can be near his sea store. Mm-hmm. He is occasionally shooting some anxious looks across the other side. We'll get our back. So right. I know we will. So especially it's like four people to a tomb. Or crypt, right? Yeah, just about. Okay. Uh, Amity. Uh, as we'll look around and say, do you want me to... I can take cover in the builder's tomb or I can patrol the center tunnel. I don't think we'll remain hidden for long. If someone finds us, so better to have someone keeping an eye out. Yeah, that seems sensible. Just, of course, let us know if you hear anything. But of course, is Mark here to join me? And he nods and will take up a position looking the opposite direction from Esmeralda as they prepare to guard the corridor. Amity peers back at Metreon. He has something to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you, you, you've done uh, casting that ritual, right? Uh, is Amity done casting the ritual? I don't think it's been I would minutes. say... Mm, it's been a while. I'll say you can finish it up just as everyone is finishing, you know, hauling things aside and getting inside the tombs. So just before you finish whatever this mm. short rest may be, we'll say. So wait, hold on. just so I'm clear, we're taking the short rest and then you're doing the, the ritual or what? No, I'm doing the ritual and then like the as short... we begin to see if we yeah. find anything. And if we don't, then we take the short rest. If we do, we do. Okay, it. got it. All right. It's it, it's hard doing time tracking in dungeons, yeah, especially in Shiva's just gonna start a tuning if she mm -hmm. can. Okay. Uh, well, so, so in that case, do you, uh, Amity, are you and Metron gonna run up and down the corridors together while everyone else hangs out? Well, Amity's gonna run up and down the corridors, uh, just pausing very briefly in front of every open door to see if she detects any magic. If Metron wants to follow her, that's cool. Yeah, my plan was to follow you, but to particularly follow you towards that 
Porticulus uh, that had whatever trap that sent me into the coffin. And so to like have you stop outside of it to figure out what was around there, if anything. Sounds good. But yeah, I'll okay. just I'll escort you. All right, and so you're heading to the east side of the map. Yeah, I figure first. Since, all right. Yeah, yeah Andy gotcha. wants. I mean, do you want to weave through, or do you just want to go there first and weave back? Um, Amity's weaving around, making sure. Dragon, do you actually want me to like drag my token around? I just want um, to like be in front I, of all the, the crypts. Uh, are you once. going? To, are you planning on opening crypts, or are you planning on just kind of scanning them? Um, I thought that we'd only be scanning them, but if if I'm opening them, then I guess metric. Um, so metric, are we just checking out all the ones that people decided to open, or are we going to try opening some more? Well, I mean, I will say that you know that detect magic can sense magic through thin slabs of stone. Um, so you'd be able to sense magic. You couldn't tell it's school or what it is, but you could sense it on the other oh, side I, of the slabs. Oh, Maybe these, oh, that, these that's slabs perfect, are then. thin enough? They're three inches yep. thick. We checked. Oh, oh. Yeah, so, we, can, so, we, can, we can ping everything. Here, so this is what we could do, right? I got um, I still got a little bit of this, uh, this grease paint from me, uh, this guy's kit. Uh, I could just put like an X on things that you feel pings at, and then that way we know if, if you don't got no X, you don't need to go in it. Oh, I, um, yeah, I didn't realize I could just sense it through the door. That makes things easier. Um, all right, get ready to put some X's down. All yeah, right, uh, so? That being the case, do you want us to like move our tokens all around, or do you uh, just want to say? How about I just like, move for you, and I'll read out the epitaphs and tell you if you sense magic. Okay. Uh, and I presume you're looking out for traps, so I'll use your passive perceptions for that. Yeah. Uh, Lillison, are you returning to the group or remaining where you are? Lillison has paused on her way back to read the inscriptions uh, on the two tombs whose doors she can see from here. Okay. Uh, from here, what you can see are. Let's find out. First, uh, to your left, you can see this one reads Prince Ariel Duplomet, Ariel the Heavy. Um, the crypt to the north of you is actually facing, and um, you already read that, but the one to the south of you has a door facing similarly south. If you'd like, you can check that one out as well. Um, I'll take a look at the one east of me first. Okay. The one to the east of you uh, is Kazan's tomb. Ah, okay. Uh, she's going to stop there and just sort of go back to everybody else. Okay. Um, Amity and Metron, while you're making your way away, Esmeralda will say, do you want uh, one of us to come around and keep an eye out for things, or would you rather we stay here and look out for any things that might try to intrude? I mean... What... Yeah, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to have you with me, uh, with us, uh, you know, if, if there ain't no trouble, I mean. All right, uh, in that case, Ez will join Amity and Metron to assist in passive percepting. So, moving through the crypts, just going off of the epitaphs that you can see, and the ones that you have or have not already seen. And yeah, I think we're just stopping at ones that ping for Amity, right? So you're not reading the epitaphs otherwise? I, just, I think, well, unless Amity, you, you want to, I was just thinking we would just do the ones that you feel pings at. Oh, yeah, and the ones that are funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I will do my best 
to pick out ones that are interesting. So, as you are passing across this area, I'll just note things that are noteworthy. To the north, you see a crypt marked King Dostrin the Hellborn. Passing continually across the area, you see to the north and south another pair of crypts. The one to the north reads Tatsal Eris, last of the line. The one to the south reads Bucephalus the Wonder Horse. May the flowers grow ever brighter where he trods. Oh, it's for a horse. You head further east down the corridor and southward in Amity. Your eyes immediately pick up a glimmering cylinder, a cube, really, of brightly glowing magic filling the corridor around 10, 15 feet down directly in front of the portcullis. Oh, wait, stop. There's magic, not in any of the crypts, but like right in front of you, Esmeralda. Uh, another 10 feet down past her, but she'll oh, stop. Oh, sorry. 10 feet in front of you. Like, you can go into the corner, but don't go into that hall. Um, do I get a school from it? Uh, you focus your attention on it for a moment, and you do, in fact, receive a school. It is Conjuration. Um, Conjuration. So maybe if you walk into it, some monsters appear. Um, that sounds like what Davian described. Yeah. Wait, why don't there? There's a monster. Was there a monster? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I was just. You know. oh, yes, Davian mentioned it. When you vanished magically, there was an, an undead that took your place. Well, that's lovely. Maybe we switch places then. Yes, perhaps some sort of teleportation device. We had best stay clear of it, I think. Perhaps a defensive measure for what lies beyond. In fact, Amity, you can actually see from your position um, another similar square and uh, at the other side of the portcullis blocking the southern corridor leading toward it. This seems heavily defended by these traps. I mean, listen, there's a lot of these traps here, right? And there's just got to be something in there we need. There's something in there, right? I mean... Maybe we could dispel it. Can ran, ran, uh, is the telepathy still, telepathy still up? The telepathy is still up. Telepathy? Uh, uh, Oi, Randy. Hello? Y um, you and Kaz, you, you got some kind of things to dispel magics with, yeah? I do. What'd you find? That, 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 that place that I stepped through, that we think that it might be something like a trap that like anyone who steps through it gets switched with uh, some kind of undead creature. But this place is... This, this crypt in particular is really guarded. I mean, that's got to be special, right? It does, but I guess my question is, do we need it? We know where Strahd's going to be. Eva was generous enough to give us that. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, listen, we got the symbol, right? But like, why is this small god? Maybe it's like, maybe it's like where he sleeps or something like that. Maybe it was where, you know, there's maybe another weapon or something like that. Earth's going to. Oh. Wait, yeah. we, we can get a better view at it from this side, from the west, right? You can move move around, right. yes, if you want to get okay. a better look. Yeah, Aerith yeah, so, follows can, Amity. What can we see looking from the west? I don't know if I can see all the way down here because there's like a staircase Looking down, right? Looking from the west, you can see another uh, trap of sorts filling this uh, corridor. So every avenue toward the portcullis seems blocked. Um, but looking through it, you can just faintly see what seem to be black marble steps descending to a dark chamber beyond. You can't make out the fine details from here, though. You need to get closer. Okay. 
now that I know the trap is here, can I, with a bit of like looking, can I actually see any signs of it with my eyes? No, it's wholly invisible. Aerith strokes his chin, thinking, well, the thing I'm thinking is that dispel magic's expensive. I don't have a lot of them. Um, if you if you want to follow your gut on this, Matreon will help you out. But it all remember how that flame gate it didn't stay gone. How it roared back up when we left. I imagine this will be something similar. I don't think I have the power to completely disarm the trap, which means you might be on a timer. Well, listen, right? If it sends me to the same place, we, you know, Kiva can throw herself down another 50 feet and, uh... And we kill another undead. Well, that's kind of what we came here for, right? I'm sorry, I just, like... No, no, if you're... I trust feels... you. I trust your instincts. Listen, just in my short life of living, uh, if people put up these kind of protections around something, they don't want whatever it is behind it touched. All right. right. No, I, I get you. Then let's coordinate this. Let's get enough people who are fast to get in, lift this porticlus as quick as we can, see what it is, and leave. You are down you with that? Are you saying this in group chat? Or I'm not? saying this in group chat. Okay. Sorry, continue. Yeah. It, and yeah, Aerith so will relay the plan to the squad. Just okay. be here to murder if the trap, like, rearms or something. Hey, Kiva, maybe you can come here and bring some light to this, yeah? It's, it's kind of dark down here. We can't really see. Are you all doing this now or, or after wait, you're rest? Ki oh, we it's should now. Well, Kiva's attuning. We don't want to mess with that. Oh. All right. In that case, I think oh, with oh, the four. Oh, sorry. Are you? All right. All right. Just as long as you're ready to deal with the undead if this doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be um, fine, right? If there's a chance of fighting, could we actually do the rest of the trip around the crypts? Because I only have ten minutes, so I'm detecting. Yeah, that. let's right, oh, yeah. right, right. Let's do yeah, that. Now that yeah. we now that we know where it is. Mm -hmm. Alright. So we're gonna take a brisk walk. Uh Erythrindir, are you coming with the other four? Yep. With the other three now? Alright. So moving together. You continue your, your exploration of the crypts. Uh onto the uh western side you come across a crypt that is marked the one that Metreon saw, we knew him only by his wealth. No arcane signs thus far. Continuing further, you find a crypt facing toward you. The claw that the name is just utterly obliterated by claw marks across the car, the uh, crypt door. You can't possibly read the name. At the southern end of this corridor, you read an epitaph that says, Sir Jarnwald the trickster. The joke was on him. And Amity, stepping close to the door, you could just faintly sense some kind of magical presence on the opposite side that you can't really tell what it is. Oh, slap an X on this one. Metreon slaps it. All right, the, the X has been slapped. You continue onward. Traveling to the third row from the east side. Just going down the list here, trying to, you see the prefix Siopramulich script, which has been thoroughly looted at this point. Um, to the south, you actually feel from Stefan Gregorovich's crypt, a faint aura of magic from the opposite side. 
What was his epitaph? Uh, Stefan Grigorovich, first counselor to King Barov von Zarevich. One more X. I exit. You continue on north, checking for any additional crypts that might hold anything of note or of interest. Against the crypt that has no name or epitaph upon it, that Metron and Davian had previously encountered, you feel another similar magical sensation from the other side of it. One more? Yeah. You continue northward, inspecting space for anything of note that might be around you. On one of the crypts onto the opposite side, closer to the portcullis and the traps, there's a crypt that reads, Sir Klutz Tribolotsky. He fell on his own sword. Who the hell is writing these things? They're, they're kind of cool, aren't they? Stroud's a piece of shit. I don't know. This doesn't feel like his sense of humor. But yeah, gosh, poor guy. How do you even do that? I mean, his last name is Klutz. I... Oh, that is sick. That... Oh, poor man. Got his real last name obliterated because someone wanted to make a joke. I wonder who came first, though. Like the word, or, you know, is he the person that's, you know... If this, if this particular man is the etymology of the word klutz, then I will laugh until I cannot laugh anymore. I don't know. I don't know. What's it called? Etymology? Uh, study of words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck if I know. Well, rest in peace, Sir Klutz, or whatever your real name is. My apologies for that your epitaph writer was a bastard. <laughs> Moving northward, you find a crypt marked Baskel Offenheis, Chef Deluxe. And, Amity, you do feel a faint magical sensation from the other side of this door. I cool. Moving onward. We're just going to go through these real quick. Um, you next find a crypt marked Intree Seekvalu. He spurned wealth for the knowledge he could take to heaven. Another magical uh, essence emanates from the other side of this crypt door. X. Next, moving I will down the line <laughs> of crypts in the main area. No sensation of magic along the main corridor. There is a lot of magic down here. This is absurd. Moving on to the western side of the catacombs. Just expediting this for time purposes, just because there's a oh, lot absolutely. of stuff in here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Thank like you. Like, we like, like we said, just it. funny and yes. or magical. Yeah. So, uh, on the very southern side of the western half, the first row down, you see one marked King Katsky, Katsky the Bright, ruler, inventor, and self-proclaimed time traveler. How sick do you have to be to put self-proclaimed on someone's tomb? I, I want to, who, I, I need to meet whoever wrote this. This is, I'm gonna punch them in the face, even if they're a ghost. This? You feeling a ping, Emily? Um, I no don't pain. feel anything from this one. However, moving upward a little bit further, beyond a crypt marched, marked Duchess Dorf, Dorfnia Deliznia, you feel a faint magical ping on the other side. Hello. One more. Continuing onward. Um, let's see if there's anything else along this row. 
No, very good. Uh, at the very northern end, in the very western corner, to the north side of where you found the holy symbol of Ravenkind, taking care not to step on the trap, but peering forth toward St. Markovia's tomb, you do detect a faint magical aura on the opposite side. Ha! Knew it! Moving southward along the very western wall of the catacombs, none of the crypts here have any particular essences of note, though you note some interesting names. Artista de Slop, court ceiling painter. Lady Isolde Yunk, Isolde the Incredible, purveyor of antiques and imports. And along the western edge, behind another portcullis, this one not trapped, unlike the eastern one, you see, looking down beyond the portcullis, white marble steps descending to a tomb with a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead. In the center of the tomb, beyond a stillness, a calm amid the storm, you see a white marble slab supporting an intricately inlaid coffin. But you can't quite make out the any markings in the coffin from here. But you can feel very faintly a magical essence coming from the opposite side of the portcullis. Do y'all want to take a look at that? That seems important. Yeah, I mean, I mean you say yeah, the chaps, right? Mm -hmm. Help me pull it up. Yep, gladly. Yeah. The portcullis seems to be closed. If you'd like to make a strength check with advantage, you may do so. Do it. I, I would like to make a strength check with advantage. Strong. All right, is going to work together then? Yes. Thanks, thanks for that. Honestly, yeah. right. Amity's just doing it by herself. She is strong. <laughs> All right, Amity, give me a strength check with advantage, please. <laughs> 21. That's a failure. It's too heavy. Quick. This is fixed in place. You can see... Shit. Let me see something here, actually. Okay, yeah. You can't see anything more from here. Does it seem like this thing actually moves, or is it just a gate? It seems like it should be liftable somehow. There might be some mechanism associated with it, but you can't see it from here. Earth smiles and pulls out a battering ram. I don't know if this will work, but if it doesn't, we've lost nothing. Oh, we lose a battering ram. <laughs> Please, these things are built to last. They're for sieges. Or, these are not for sieges. These are for very small sieges. Tiny little sieges. <laughs> Put it in right. siege away, then. Well, I'm, I, I'm going to need help. <laughs> As right, we want to meet up with the others after they have finished whatever they're doing and then come back here? Yeah. Probably for the best if we don't go too far afield. Yep. I don't know. I kind of want to do it now. I mean, you know, keep us tuned in and, you know, Lil and Dave, you know, having tea and cookies or something. Yeah, let's give it a shot. All right, so what are you doing precisely? Uh, taking the portable ram with all the strong people and seeing if we can't bust this gate down. Oi, Ismark. You're calling Ismark over? Yeah. yeah. Ismark, we need strength. Right. Ismark's going to make his way over, uh, having been summoned from afar. Yes. What are you all doing now? We've found a tomb with magic in it, but we can't lift the portacles, so we're getting in the old-fashioned way. Oh. Ismark Do you need nods. somebody to just appear on the other side? Ah. Uh. 
I mean, oh, wait, I'm an, I'm an idiot. I, my, my, the, this, the spirit tail I have right now can teleport people. Um, oh. But don't get stuck on the other side, though. That's the one thing about it. Well, if worse comes to worse, we just break it down from the other end. That's not a problem. Well, then we leave some strong people out here, then, who can yeah. man the battery ram. Ismark has. Have a battering ram. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is this is a portcullis. This is not a door. Yes. I feel like that's an important detail here. Can we possibly bust it down if we wanted to? I will say it's going to take a very high check to break through a portcullis using a battering ram. That's Especially fine with me. We're living in, dangerously. It's probably not going to be feasible. We're living dangerously. Okay, well, we're gonna try and get in. Feasible. We're gonna try and get in through the teleport, though, right? Yeah. And All right. We're, we're living dangerously. All right. Are you are you bringing um, Amity over? You're doing this with Lillison. What do you? What's going on? I think we're doing it with Amity's spirit tail because Lillison cost a spell slot. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, up to six people can go through. Um, Lil, you want to come see? Anyone hey, who wants to can. Kiva's a tuning. Well, um, she can speak for herself. Uh, Kiva. Uh, no, loves, you go ahead without me. Right. I think I'll stay here and look at this sword. Just call me if uh, anything goes terribly wrong. Can sure, do. but t- tell Davian, since he's not in the the group chat, uh, if he wants to come <laughs> along, he can. Davian, they're doing something incredibly stupid over there. Do you want to come along? I'd prefer not to. I'd like to uh, try to patch up this frostbite as best I can. Yeah? Very well. Um, uh, Davian's sitting here. I wish him the best. Davian's sitting here trying to warm up and says uh, he thinks you're all doing this very stupidly. He's correct. Yeah, I mean, everything we do a little bit, a little bit stupid, so. <laughs> all right. In that case, Amity, you're using your spirit table? Yes. You teleport you and your friends to the other side? Uh. Me and anyone who chooses to come along. So that'd be Eric and Matreon, I think. Ismark will come along. I, we, we need either them on the yeah, we outside. We need strength on the outside. Yeah, we need strength <laughs> on the outside, ideally. I'm, I'm not convinced by this battering tra- ram thing at all. Maybe <laughs> okay, I can say this in character. We are, as the kids <laughs> say, winging it. Okay. All right. Uh, in that case, Ez and Ismark will stay outside, and the three of you will teleport inside. Emma, are you using the the tail? Yes. Uh, it's All the right. one about the rabbits. Alright, and as you spin that tail, a s- trio of silvery white rabbits apparate from the ether, offering a small paw to you, and as you take their grips, are whisked away to the opposite side of the portcullis. We Somehow this is the only tail that ever comes to me, randomly. <laughs> hey, it's a very good one. It's like like you were telling me last night. I like the bunnies. Yeah, yeah, bunnies. Uh, yeah, hey, what bunnies. the hell is this? What is this? So there's magic uh, there. Where is it? Is it the coffin? So, looking into this chamber, in this space that you have emerged into, You find yourselves at the bottom of the white marble steps, feeling the stillness, the calm amidst this chamber. In the center of the tomb, 
You can see the white marble slab supporting an intricately laid coffin chiseled into this slab is a name. Sergei Von Zarevich. To the north, behind the coffin, are three alcoves. A beautifully carved statue stands in each alcove, a stunning young man flanked by two angels, looking as polished and new as the day each was placed there. An iron lever protrudes from the south wall, west of the tomb's entrance. Sergei? We've never heard of a Sergei. Or have we? My memory's going. It's gotta you be. have. You did. You remember what Irina, the name that Irina spoke at Irina? the Irina? Oh, shit. Irina? I'm calling out to her telepathically. Yes, what is it? Is everything all right? Get over hun, here. Hun, you gotta get over here. Irina will beat a path over toward the tomb. You remember that name from the lake? From your dreams? Yes, I remember. Um, and she'll, she's kind of standing outside the portcullis with Ismark looking in. Step aside and reveal the name that's blazing. She can't her. see from her current position. Well, shit. It. Is there? I think this to, is him. Is there a way to open the gate from the inside? Is there? Yeah, look around there for like is, a lever. The lever might do it. Oh, yeah, there's a lever. So, the, the, yeah. I, the map you've given us. I don't know if I should trust this absolutely beautiful artwork, but one of the two torches looks like it's attached to some like piston machinery. <laughs> Uh, there does not seem to be any piston machinery, but you do notice a lever. Yeah, I'll take the lever and l- lower it. All right. And as you pull the lever, the portcullis grinds slowly lifting up, opening the space. Actually, pulling you have to pull it up to do that. Oh, uh, really? Irina steps down, her footsteps echoing through the dark crypt, the tomb, majestic as it is. And she looks down at the name inscribed upon it, and her hand goes to her mouth. That's... That's it. That, that, that's him. I, I, I know that name. So, Strahd's relative, man. I think so. He, he must play into this. I, do you... Could he be... Maybe he's inside... Uh, this might sound crazy, but maybe he's inside the coffin. Maybe that's what you felt. Maybe, we, maybe he's waiting for us to free him or something. <sighs> All right, but just... Yeah. Be ready in case he's not something we like. I'm not sure I'd trust Ivan Zarovich farther than I can throw him. She nods. Right, I'll be ready. Yeah. And Earth will, with his friends, try and leave with the coffin open. Okay. Um, each of you come together. At the first moment, there's a bit of resistance, and then Ismark's hands curl around the side of it, and somehow the resistance immediately vanishes and you pull the coffin's lid open. You see within, perfectly preserved, almost looking as though he's sleeping, a handsome youth of the same kind and noble visage you saw in the pool, jet black hair, dark eyes, not currently closed, but of noble features, aristocratic finery looking peaceful and calm. You see over the clothes he seems to be wearing a shining piece of gold intricately inlaid with platinum and silver filigree plate armor that shines with the magical aura that Amity had first detected. Okay, my love. And I'm uh, starting to like, because we can like telepathically DM each other, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're yeah. DMing. 
so I DM her uh, of, uh, so this is Sergei. Uh, it's uh, the bloke who Arena was talking about. Uh, oh. You know, not to not to be too conniving uh, about the dead and all, but he's got a pretty fancy set of plate armor. I know you was looking for one. I, I don't know that I could do that to her. Uh, if, look, if she suggests it, but I'm not, I'm not going to ask her. All right, love. I just wanted, I'm just looking out for you. No, I thank you. I, I'll think about it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll think about it. Is she okay? Uh, I looked at her. Does she look? How does she look? She's standing beside the coffin, leaning very faintly against it. There's an odd distant look in her eyes, and she's very faintly cupping the corpse's cheek in her hands. You hear her murmur, it feels almost warm. She's, uh, she's handling it. Aerith steps back to give her a little space and then kind of murmurs to the others, he's perfectly preserved. He he looks so much like him. Yeah, he does. And uh, as I say that, uh, as Metron says that, uh, he starts to peel back away from his scalp, uh, his skin and his hair, and from his face and reveals Sergei's face behind it. <sighs> yeah, it's almost perfect. So what do you think? We met his dad, we met his mom. Brother? Child? I mean, it looks just, you know, I don't know. I, this armor, this, 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 all this, and he gestures at the statues. Does, does the statue in the center look like him or is it just like a general, like, statue? It seems to resemble him a little bit, yes. Yeah, uh, so I turn to the statue. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got to be someone at a station. Uh, what was it that... What was it that was the whole curse? Right, he had to do something. If it's the same agreement as Lillison, kill someone you love and then be killed by someone who hated I mean, this is certainly the kind of kind of tomb you make for someone you care about. Is this in group chat? This is in group chat. Yeah, this is group chat. Other way around. You kill somebody who loved you and are killed by somebody who hated you. Thanks. I didn't... Got it, got it it's mixed right. up. It, it's just... It might be important. The distinction does matter, yeah. Yes. So that, to me, says brother or child... I mean, if he's been chasing after the same bird for hundreds of years, I doubt he's had much luck with uh, bearing a child. Good point. Damn. So, I hope Irina's going to be okay. Irina's in group chat though, right? Yeah, that with that bit said out loud. Okay. Hey, Irina. Irina's just kind of quietly regarding the corpse, and she closes her eyes and whispers, wherever you are, I'm going to find you. 
I know that without wherever you are, you can't do what needs to be done. But I will. And she steps back and nods to the rest of you and says, Right, do we want to put the top back on, or...? If you're, if you're done, I think I'd... He's got a kind face. I'd prefer not to desecrate this tomb. Yeah, but let me know if this is, if any of us could maybe use that suit of armor, I'm saying. Make a persuasion it's check. Just... <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah. 30. Actually 30? <laughs> and that wasn't even a crit, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Irina's just I... gonna give Sergei's corpse to Metreon. <laughs> Irina closes her eyes, takes a deep breath, and then opens them again and smiles tiredly. You know what? Wherever he is now, I don't think he has much need of it. Mm -hmm. I reckon that maybe Kiva or Ismark, someone could make better use of that armor than he is right now. Yeah. We can always bring it back when we're done. I think yeah, so exactly. long as we're, we're gentle with it and respectful. For sure. I think it should be fine. All uh, right. A DM Kiva. All right, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just, she just goes, she just goes. Um, will you, will you bring it over for me? Um, I feel like I'm getting close to this. Oh yeah, yeah we'll sorry about it. that. Sorry about that. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, Metroid will yeah. start to reach in and start to as gently as possible. She um, does also DM him back, and it is the most like cliche movie yearny shit. And she's just like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Anything for love, right? And uh, start to pull back some of the armor and gather it up in his arms. And, uh, you know, like he got a new suit of armor Black Friday, just waltzes out as best as, best as he can, bundling it up in his arms. Okay. Irina will help you with the straps and Ismark will help carry it over. Yep. And is there anything more you'd like to do in the tomb? Not in this tomb, no. Okay. And with that, as you make your way up the stairs and move to rejoin your compatriots as they continue their meditation upon the nature of the items that they have gained. That's where we're going to end it for today. Okay. Hey. Wow. And we're still just in the basement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Still in the first room in the basement, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not even, like, in the basement. We're just there. You know, I have gone through Castle Ravenloft twice as a player and run it once as a DM, and nobody ever starts in the basement. Like, what are we doing here? Really? We like, busted in. Both, two of my campaigns started in the basement. I, I guess you just... About that window. I, I guess you just run for, like, actual dungeon crawlers... Plunderers. We're basically <laughs> plunderers. Fair. Well, on that fun note, I'm excited to see how much further into the castle we get next session. This Me will be too. Amazing. Look, if Strahd didn't want us to spend time here, he shouldn't have put so many goodies in the catacomb. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, in any case... Thank you to everyone for joining us today. We will see you all back in the mists next week. Until then, exercise due caution when robbing graves, and take care. Bye.